0: Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Lately? (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station. This is a podcast. It's a podcast (laughs) where we talk about... Different things. Some of those things are spiritual magic, law of attraction, the art of allowing, and how to best enjoy this magical journey that we call life. Uh, My name is Colin. I am a, I'm a musician. I'm a tarot oracle card reader and I'm a teacher and I'm located in beautiful sunny, actually not sunny today, it's a little overcast, but North Hollywood, California.
1: And one badass dude. Thank you. You're welcome. My name is Stephanie, and I <laughs> Stephanie Arlena, and I am a transformational life coach, and I help people transform their thinking, and therefore their lives get really awesome. And, and I'm today, in San Diego, California, and it, it is cloudy here too. <laughs>
0: it's my bad. We haven't got, we really still haven't gotten that location thing down yet, but yeah, we'll, yeah.
2: we'll season still.
0: four, season five, we're gonna nail that. Um, <laughs> And today we have again with us, my wonderful sister, Dr. Kelly from, well, I won't give away your location. So you can do your little intro. So Kelly, you want to introduce yourself to everybody once sure. again, sure. welcome yeah. back, by the way, welcome back to the podcast. Thank
2: you. Yeah. Thanks. I'm Kelly Worcester. Uh, I am a chiropractor in the great state of Maine. I practice in South Portland, um, which yes, is right next to Portland. And uh, it is beautiful here today. Beautiful, funny, 72 degrees. What? Perfect day. It's
1: a little flip, huh?
2: Nice. Mm.
0: All right. Well, um, you know, every week here on <laughs> Co-Creation Station, we start our uh, discussion from a different jumping-off point. And we didn't really have anything when we right before we hit record. So we were thinking about uh, what to talk about and... I had had this idea kind of rolling around in my mind for a while and i would always forget when we actually start doing the podcast i always forget it um but this morning because we had no other topic i remembered and i thought because i'm a tarot and oracle card reader and i love tarot and oracle cards and and uh the people who create them and you know write the explanations of the cards and all that kind of stuff um i thought it would be cool to pull a card and see what it said, and then read the description from the author of who created the card. So the deck that I chose is one of my newer ones, and I love it to pieces. It's called the Oracle of the Seven Energies. And it's by a lovely lady that got me started out in Oracle cards, um, Colette Mm Baron-Reed. This came out about a year ago or so. (laughs) Um, And the card that I drew was very beautiful, and it's called Seeing Beyond. And uh, for those of you on the audio version, it's a like purplish, pinkish card with a woman's uh, face on it. And there's like a triangle in the center of her forehead with like a vortex, actually. Is that a vortex? (laughs)
2: Looks like a vortex. I feel like that
0: is a vortex. (laughs) that's
2: beautiful. (laughs) And there
0: are stars behind her, like in a night sky and beautiful...
1: and uh, is that sh- yeah the third eye chakra Ooh. Ooh. oh it's the third
0: eye chakra yeah yeah, yeah. you're Ooh. right it just looked vortexy to me which i'm we invented that adjective this morning
1: which is a great place for them to put that vortex symbol yes. in the third eye chakra
0: all right but this is the booklet that comes with the uh oracle of the seven energies so i'm just going to read the um explanation for this the seeing beyond card The key concepts of this card are vision, the capacity to imagine something, the ability to look beyond the material world, uh, look beyond the obvious to the eye, uh, the realm of the transpersonal, options and possibilities, getting out of your own way and discarding your projected outcomes. Um, So the the narrative here on on these two pages is, Do you consider things only within the framework of what you already know? Or can you allow yourself to see beyond into the vastness of potential? We are all gifted with the magical ability of imagination. And when we open to it, we become a conduit for a divine vision greater than our own. There are two ways to view the world and co-create with it. There's literally the word co-create in this thing. Okay. One is from a face value perspective where what you see is what you get. The second way is allowing your imagination to see beyond what something is right now, and moving into a place that does not yet exist in the material world. In this cosmic playground of possibilities, you see into a future where anything you imagine has the potential to become real. If you use your imagination faithfully and consciously, avoiding the traps of fearful projection and drama, you can connect to any reality you truly want to experience. When you open yourself even further, you're often gifted with a divine vision. As a practice, you can reimagine the vision over and over to strengthen it. As you channel these visions through you, you become a superconductor for the world. Today, know that your vision, what you have imagined forming in the invisible, will be delivered into the material world. Do not worry about the timing of things that is in the hands of the universe. Your job is to continue to imagine, take a few steps forward, and then imagine some more. The universe's job is to make it real. What a fabulous partnership. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. It was great.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <He's not. laughs> mic drop. drop. the
1: mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mind just went. <sighs> wow. Oh my God. I would buy that deck just for that card <laughs> and to read that. Because I just kept thinking, Colin, reread that last sentence. Just yeah, reread. Yeah. Wow.
0: There's a um, couple of like new phrases that I want to like just keep using in there. There was the, uh, is it the uh one of them was? I lost my page. Um yeah, the cosmic playground of possibilities.
1: Ooh, cosmic that's let's cosmic hang there. Hang in that. that playground. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the other
0: thing she said, oh you become a superconductor for the world.
1: Do some super who doesn't want to be a
0: superconductor for the world
1: freak yeah what was yeah. the other one using imagination <laughs> faithfully something
0: uh use your imagination faithfully and consciously avoiding the traps of fearful projection and drama
1: yeah because we do i think we do that kind of naturally we've gotten into the habit of doing that yeah and um and so it's like shifting, you know, pausing and then turning and going in a different direction. Noticing. Yeah. So what I've been doing is noticing how I feel when I'm doing, noticing how I'm feeling and then seeing like, oh, why am I feeling this way? Oh, because I'm doing that. I'm projecting in a negative way. And yeah. then they're like, oh, that's the only reason that I feel this negative emotion is because my higher self. Um, who I really am is only focused on wanted and when I focus on the lack or the unwanted I that it's my emotional guidance system working and Mm -hmm. so it's that's what the that's what our emotions are for I'm not I wasn't taught that most of us aren't that that's what our emotions are it's a guidance system it's not like something's good bad right or wrong it's just that that guidance and so that's why I think what we're doing is so important, and what so many other people are doing, and that's why I love Abraham's work so much. Is I'm learning how to work on my behalf instead yeah. of against myself, which is that mm. using imagination faithfully and consciously. That it's really like we all have the power within ourselves to to um, create and be, do and have anything we want, and yeah. we're not. I'm not. I wasn't taught that. I was shown by others that it's outside of myself that it's not within me and how power that's like owning our power. Like that's where, woo.
0: Yeah. I think um, that was really powerful for me because I feel like that's one of the issues I really have worked on a lot, but continue to need to work on in terms of my thinking, which is, you know, and Kelly and I have talked a lot about this in our family, but I think it's, it's pretty common that you just sort of, when something is a particular way, like if you're in a job you don't like, or your, you know, your relationship isn't going exactly the way you want, or, you know, you you something's wrong with your car. And you've had them looked at it three times and they can't figure out what it like. You just like in our family, like growing up, it was like, there was this kind of idea that like, if something is actually, whether it's good or bad, like it will just continue forever indefinitely. Like if this situation has gone on for a little while, that means it will go on forever. And all we can look forward to is what is, and there isn't anything, you know, outside of that. And so that's sort of how my mind was trained growing up. And I will have conversations with people and somebody will throw a new idea at me. And I gave a couple examples in front time before we started recording where it's like, you know, my financial advisors recently were just like, you know, could you get your, your car insurance is kind of high, even for Los Angeles column, like, could you, could you lower it a little bit? And I had been thinking about all the accidents that I had, most of which were not my fault, by the way. Um, <laughs> but I had several accidents. I had an I, I had an uh, above average number of accidents in a short period of time, and that raised my insurance rates and what I had been focusing on. Anytime I thought about car insurance is, well, I, I was lucky to get that I was lucky that any car insurance company would take me after that. So I guess that's the best I could do. And just my financial advisors suggesting to me, and they didn't say like, you definitely need to go find a lower rate. They just said, why don't you open up to the possibility that you could find a quote and it might be a little bit less than, than the company you're with or, or whatever. And, you know, even if it's, you know, $30 less or $10 less, like that'll be, you know, $10 a month is $120 a year that you'll be saving. And literally I'm not not exaggerating all no, four days later, I got a letter from my current insurer that said, um, because of your loyalty to our company, and because you've been a good driver over the last couple of years, um, we're lowering your monthly payments, you know, by more than
2: 50%, which was <laughs>
0: insane. And the thing is I, but I hadn't imagined that possibility. Like I had put the, the, the gate down on the universe, bringing me stuff from my vortex, yeah. because I had this limiting belief around car insurance, that like, well, I've got, it's high, but it's the best I can do. And just that one suggestion from my financial advisors of like, open up to possibilities that you haven't thought of. And I never would have, I mean, you could have interviewed me last, you know, last week for an hour and said, list all the possibilities of you lowering your car insurance. And that one wouldn't, I wouldn't have come up with it you know and that's the thing because the universe and source has access to everything you know like we have Mm -hmm. only have access to things that we can sort of see and touch and think a little
1: tiny bit
0: yeah and if we can really practice like i'm just gonna take this step to open the door and i'm gonna let and i'm just gonna say let's just you know imagine that there is such a thing as a lower (laughs) car insurance payment for Colin. you know then that allows the universe like oh you're letting me determine the how and the time oh great all right yeah here's all the stuff yeah. from your vortex that's awesome, mm-hmm. that's
2: awesome. Cool.
1: cosmic playground of possibilities
0: yeah which the funny thing is it's really i get into conversations and of course it drives me nuts because i'm the one i do it too
2: so anytime <laughs> i see
0: somebody i experience somebody doing something i'm trying to not do it's like oh why do they do that it's like, why do you do it? <laughs> you know, but when I get into a conversation, and this happens fairly often, where someone is telling me about a an unfortunate situation, a negative situation, a situation that's making them uncomfortable, or they're feeling emotional pain over it. And they're basically their story about it is convincing me that, you know, like I said, like what is is going to perpetuate indefinitely, and there's no there's no other options, there's no other possibilities. And I'm always it's always so clear to me that like we talking about like of course there's other possibilities but but we can really get into that you know like especially if something is painful or uncomfortable it's almost like I feel like it it can evolve as a defense like when you get when you get sick of something for a few weeks or a few months it's almost like the one of the tactics the brain sometimes uses is well let's just accept that it'll be this way forever And then we won't have to confront it as this daily problem, you know, we'll just be like, Oh, well, this is, you know, I know it won't change. Like there's some like weird safety or comfort in just going, well, I guess it can't change. You know, I'm over it, you know,
1: protecting ourselves. Yeah. So Mm. Seeing beyond, I really like that because seeing beyond in the playground of possibilities in your story, like you couldn't see beyond, Yeah. What you were currently living.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And, And yet it shifted. It changed. Yeah. And apparently you were in the vortex enough, in the allowing state enough that you allowed it to happen. Yeah. Which is really awesome. Yeah. So seeing beyond. Like sometimes I get stuck in that where I'm just, I have a situation. I'm like, well, it's been this way for so long. Yeah. Like how can x y or z happen? no it won't because it's been this way for so long
2: yeah
1: and yet i love the card it had so many delicious things in it but just the the title seeing beyond is like what's po- okay what else is possible and things change all the time like some calls <laughs> holding up the card like that's all we can see it's not his face um and just being like oh things change They change all the time, but sometimes they just keep changing to the same thing.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say is if you look, anybody, like when I'm talking to somebody who's like convinced there's no way to change something. If you, if I were to ask that person, is there anything in your life where you didn't think something was possible and it happened? Everybody's going to say yes. Everybody's had something happen in their life that they thought was impossible and it happened. And it could be something very, you know, mundane or something like they never thought that, you know, their best friend would go into the army or something like that, you know, but I mean, we've all had that experience of like, we think we know how our world, you know, the, the, the bubble we're in, as we move around the world, we think we know everything about that. And that we know what can change and what can't, but then we constantly have the experience of something surprising us you know like that's why the news exists you know it's like oh guess what something you didn't know (laughs) could happen (laughs) happened today you know and like the things that are the most like that are the things that the news media gets so excited about they're like oh we have something that nobody saw coming but it's like again on thursday like and we had one on monday like (laughs) you know like this is not a new thing we act like it's a new thing like can you believe that Can you believe that something we didn't think of happened? And it's like, yeah, because like it happened two days ago also.
1: (laughs) Kelly, what stood out to you? Was there something that you can think of now that
2: stood out to you when Colin was reading that? Yeah, I loved what was said about the timing of things. Mm. Can you read that again, Colin? Do you have that open to that page? Oh, it's such a good reminder of course i've lost the
1: book okay that was a good one uh, too and it's
2: almost like physical pain listening (laughs) to listen to that uh but it's so important
0: uh, oh yeah today know that your vision what you imagined forming in the invisible will be delivered into the material world. Do not worry about the timing of things that is in the hands of the universe. Your job is to continue to imagine, take a few steps forward, and then imagine some more. The universe's job is to make it real.
2: So my, um, my response to that typically would be, but what about the timing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about how I get to control the timing?
2: It feels yeah. like... Can we talk about that a little bit? We didn't really address that in the description of the card yeah yeah that's tough i mean for me that is the hardest piece of it and um to look beyond you know to not to quote the card but you know look beyond the i think for me it's about not considering the end result that i want the end of the story so for you know i always think like well once i get there then mm-hmm. I'll be good. Then, then I'll have this. And then I'll have that and everything will be good. And it really, you know, as much as it, you know, it kind of is like fingernails down a It's about the journey, mm-hmm. you know, it really is. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the, I mean, that's where the juice is, is in the journey. <laughs> and then when you, so I mean, I'm not a huge Miley Cyrus fan, but I heard one of her older songs um, that I used to hear all the time in the radio in Georgia when I was down there, but um, it's called the climb who knows the climb. Oh no. All right. So basically her, her, the whole song is about, you know, I'm always going to, you know, it's, there's always going to be something ahead of me. That's who, you know, not only that's who I am. I always look for more, but um I'm always gonna want to move, you know, that's one of the lyrics. And so, you know, that's the part, it, it's not, so what, what's the final quote? Anyway, it's not how fast you get there. It's not what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb.
0: That's a really great, uh, there's there's like three points I wanna make on that real quick, if I can. Um, yeah, first of all, I think one thing that helps me, I. It, in understanding that process of, you know, letting the universe really arrange the time. is like, I just think, I try to think of like higher power of the universe, whatever you, however you understand that entity, as having like this master supercomputer, that runs everything literally in the universe, like it literally runs how your fingernails are growing, like how the rivers flow, like how baby birds are born, like everything. And if you think about how smart that being would have to be to run that supercomputer, like put in all the controls and program everything so that everything works out, you know, uh, the way that it works out. Like, and then say, "Oh, well, I'd like to come in and I'd like to push some buttons." <laughs> like, you know, there would be—I would hope that there would be guards oh outside God, the room. That's a great like,
1: analogy. Oh you know,
0: thanks that's for an volunteering, analogy. but we're good. Like, yeah. we have somebody who knows how to run the board. Like, Don't let's go not jack just. It like, up. <laughs> Like, have you ever seen the board, sir? And you're like, yeah. no, but I just have a good feeling that I will press the right buttons. Like, mm, you know, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna pass, thanks. Oh. Um, that's, <laughs> that's one great. thing. It's not, it's not because the universe is like mean or evil or it wants to hold stuff from us. It's just when you think about like all the I things that have me. to align me. <laughs> over such a long period of time to make something happen in the universe, it is way more complicated than you could possibly fathom as a human yeah. being exactly and that's why and it's sort of like don't do that to yourself like don't don't put yourself in the position where you have to push the buttons because you don't have the manual you don't have the training it's not your job like just get out of the room leave it to the people who are already there (laughs) Um,
1: that's great Uh, the
0: other thing i love in abraham this was a big light bulb for me and i don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast before is when abraham talks about because i love what kelly said about the journey what you said kelly um because she said you know when you take a vacation, you start at home yeah. and you end at home. So you could just go, you could just like do a little hop on your living room floor and go, well, that was my vacation. You know, I start, I'm right well, where I'm coming, coming back
1: home. Up. So why should I even leave? Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so yeah. that was my vacation. <laughs> yeah. And that really helps me understand that, like, oh, okay, like you go on vacation. To, to have fun out there. And of course, the, you come home.
1: And the, the goal isn't
0: to like yeah. get something, you know, the goal isn't to go on vacation and then, you know, become CEO of a co- like, it's to relax, it's have fun, it's enjoy life. It's there's no like, for most people, there's no like, written goal other than just enjoy my life during that time. And that's really what everything is. But we a lot of times in our non-vacation life we just assign these things of like yeah like kelly was saying well if i don't hit this specific goal in this specific time frame in the way that i think it ought to happen then i'm just going to be miserable i'm going to be upset you know and and it's just it's sort of funny how on vacation we very easily take on that attitude that we really need all of life you know um final thing i actually want to ask kelly because you know you were talking about um the outcomes you know we've talked about mike dooley one of the guys who i love in the secret and he talks about the uh the terrible house you know like stay out of the house but he has i wanted to ask you kelly if you could talk about this like because i think one thing that might confuse people when they start you know, if they watch the secret for the first time or they're just they listen to abraham for the first time they're just learning about this stuff it's like wait i don't understand like, I'm being told visualization is this, you know, imagine what I want in the future is part of this thing, but then I'm not supposed to, you know, visualize how soon or when, and I'm not supposed to mm-hmm. imagine exactly how it happens. Like, why am I asked to imagine a future outcome and focus on it and feel it, feel the feelings that I will feel when I have that, when I'm not supposed mm-hmm. to get into the timing or the, the hows? Can you speak to that a little bit?
2: Wow. That's a big question. Um, Wow. Is there
0: there any other kind? (laughs) Is that
1: another?
2: Okay. I was going to say. I'm all Jack Nicholson. I'm all (laughs) (laughs) Jack Oh Yeah. That's huge. You know, I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, probably if, if I thought long and hard about it, I might, but you know, for me, it's just trusting. know what stephanie Mm -hmm. said earlier you know the universe just says trust me trust me and there have been so many times in my life where i've just especially i I would say in the last five years or so where i just literally i'm saying to the universe this can't be right (laughs) this can't be i've literally said this out loud to the universe several times this cannot be your intention this cannot be correct Mm. and um and I and I keep getting over and over again. It is, mm. and you may have to tweak your thought process, mm. and you may have to tweak your perspective, and you may have to change how you do things. Mm. But this is correct. Mm. It that is one of the hardest things for me to to digest, um, and ju- and to trust in that process. And honestly, anyone that has studied medicine, the human body, anatomy, you know, Colin, when you just described the universe and how it works as that big computer system. And we're knocking on the door saying, yeah, but I, I, I'm sure I could, I know better than you. And I can press <laughs> a couple of buttons. If, if you studied the human body at all, you will, it, it is almost impossible to reject a thought of, of a, of a law of physics of a law of um You know, laws of the universe uh, that there is something there's a power greater than us, call that what you will, that has led to the creation of this thing. The human body is so intricate and it has so many wires and, and computer chips, and it it does it all on its own. Mm, yeah. from From conception. With no interference, it's just. It, it, and my best friend, who actually went through chiropractic school before I did, um, she was, as I recall, she may, uh, she may correct me on this, but um, as I recall, she was like on the agnostic side, on the, um, on the side of like, you know, I just, I really don't think there's anything uh, out there. Agnostic, agnostic isn't the right term. Atheist. Thank you. Atheist. Sorry, agnostic um I'm really not sure there's anything out there and she went into chiropractic school started learning about anatomy anatomy and physiology and sorry, cadaver lab um and was just like yes there is there is something out there there has to be Mm -hmm. this did not happen by accident Mm -hmm. this is not this is not anything but a divine design somehow Mm -hmm. and that and you know to me that's So we're part of that, I mean, that, that grand computer, we're part of that grand computer. And for me, my life gets so much better when I just accept that. And I don't try to drive the computer that I'm a part of (laughs) when I, you know, allow, I mean, that's such a great word, allowing. I
1: always
0: thought like, i'm a big believer in science i i'm i fully support science 100 percent. i think science is a part of the magic of the universe it's not like opposed mm-hmm. to the magic of the right. universe but um it, it did always kind of strike me when i was learning basic things in like eighth grade biology or you know physics and 11th grade when Talk took that or whatever that like there's a lot of stuff that's like oh like when uh when a sperm and an egg for example when they get together they form an egg and i i was even as a little kid, I'm like, why? Like, why is it when two things bump into each other, they just become something else that then grows and has like a, you know, could have a hundred year journey of growing into like a complex human being. Like, why does that happen? I mean, when I take two, if I was a little kid and I take two marbles and I have them bump into each other, they they don't turn into like a a marble baby that then becomes like, you know, a professor somewhere. Like that doesn't happen, (laughs) you know? Like, there's gotta be some, like what, you know, I understand it's a mystery, but it's kind of funny how we talk about these things of like, yeah, when, you know, when this, when this molecule of this element combines with the molecule of this element, um, there's a gigantic explosion and it's like, well, where the heck does the explosion come from? It's like, no, that's just what happens. And I'm always like, well, okay, but we're obviously not in charge of that. Like we're obviously, we didn't decide that. You know, when you put two molecules of hydrogen and one of oxygen together, you get water. Like we didn't do that. You know, there's something else doing that. You know, something and it's- Something
1: greater than ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something greater I than think, all that is.
0: I think my understanding of the visualization versus trying to control outcomes thing is that, and I, I just feel like Mike Dooley explained this really well in a video I saw one time where, you know, he said the thing about visualization is what you're actually trying to get to is changing your vibration you're trying to get yourself to, to feel really yeah, good that's what
1: it's doing is it having that vibration.
0: you know be- so we're matching in the same
1: a- frequency
0: yeah like believing in it because your brain as, and there have been many studies about this your brain does not know the difference between when something's happening in real life and when you're imagining it to the right. most vivid extent
1: Or reliving a previous Mm, right exactly. They're all three the same because we're doing it now. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I think so.
0: He helped me understand that visualization. Like, if I want a new, if my dream is to have, you know, a three-story house on the beach, you know, that if I sit down and I'm being very specific about the details of the house, like I'm in my imagination and I'm seeing the view from my bedroom window, and I'm seeing the staircase, and I'm seeing what color the carpet is. The point of that is not to, again, run into the control room and hit the buttons so that I get mm-hmm. the right carpet. The, the, the purpose of that is for me to for it to be so real to me in my imagination, that I mm-hmm. feel the amazing feelings of actually having it even though it's not here. And what that yeah. does is it changes my it changes my vibration, yeah. and it changes it, what I'm attracting, and yeah. it tells the universe like, oh, like this is what I like, you know, bring me more of this thing that I like, you know, bring this to me, and so I. But I think a lot of people legitimately and understandably get confused about that because it does when you, when you just hear your first explanation of using visualization as part of the art of allowing, you you sort of go, oh, okay, so I'm I'm in charge, I guess. I just have to instead of making sure I do a bunch of things in the outside world to, to get the car. I'm in control because I'm going to sit here and I'm going to visualize being in the car. And that will control the car into coming on my schedule and my way. And it's like, no, that's not the point. The point is just to get you in a place where you're opening the door so the universe can bring it in the best way possible.
1: And how fun is it that that is our part? Like my part is to begin seeing myself living being doing or having what i want feeling the emotions of being at the end result and having the experience Mm because that feels good you know and then just be that's like my part that's all i have to do because then because that helped me get get into the receiving mode but then circumstances and events occur like what you were talking about earlier about you had no idea you could lower your insurance you were like no whatever but you're just in the okay just somebody planted the seed of the possibility of this Mm -hmm. happening and then Mm -hmm. it's such a great story because you didn't even reach out to them but then they sent you a letter and it was like a price that you couldn't even believe was possible and that's what happened like it's really that simple yeah it's it's aligning
2: it's aligning your vibration with the vibration of what you want and and one of the things i think it's florence scovolson pretty sure um she she wrote um one of her affirmations was bring me this it's equivalent or better because again we don't necessarily know exactly like i may think that i need a camaro and I, i remember when colin when you lived in Cincinnati, there was this awesome old house on the corner, diagonally across the street from your apartment building. And I was like, I thought at that time, Chris, how old was I, I as a kid? Oh my God, that was the house. I want that house. I want that house in Cincinnati. Mm. You know, that mm. that's all I want, right? And the house was probably like 200 years old. It's one of the older homes and, and the historic district and all that stuff. Well, Nowadays, that's my perfect nightmare. Thank God I did not get that house. I couldn't have handled that house for a million perfect years. Perfect nightmare. You know, but but really what I said, I mean, I actually took a picture of it, put it in a scrapbook and I said, God, give me this house. It's equivalent oh, or better. Yeah. And I definitely have better today. You know, I, <laughs> I, I don't own a 200 years old house and that's lovely.
1: <laughs> I like that. This or something better. hmm
0: i think one of the places where people because I, I find that when we talk about the art of allowing and lot of attraction it's is there's sort of these major categories that seem to come up a lot and one is uh romantic relationships or partnerships you know i want i want to be in a great relationship um job you know i want a great job that i enjoy that pays me abundantly um home you know i want a home that's nice that feels safe that feels good you know, so there's these high-level categories, and I feel like one of the one of the ones that sucks people in is the dating relationship thing. And I think, like, the example mm-hmm. that I see working out the wrong, sort of the wrong way in terms of what you just said, Kelly, is people, some people come in convinced that they know who they're, like, they're convinced who their soulmate is.
2: Who? And yeah. they're
0: like, yeah. I have to get this guy, you know, or this gal you know, like they're, they have a boyfriend or girlfriend, but they're all wrong for them. And I know they are like, we have this connection. And like, <laughs> oh, no. every time I see him with his girlfriend, he's all like, she's, you know, she's mean to him and he's sad. And then like, when we hang out alone, we're like talking about all these interests and we're passionate about it. And we have such a good time. So I know he and I are supposed to be together. Like I know it. So now I'm gonna use the law of attraction. You know, I'm gonna work with the law of attraction. whatever whatever I have to do, I'm gonna read the books. Watch the videos, and like I'm gonna like make sure he and I get together, and like usually when I see somebody say that on a video to someone who's you know kind of practiced in the ways of the art of allowing, it's like they have to talk them down out of that. Of like the problem that you're creating there is you're limiting so much by by picking one person who's on this earth right now that you know you're eliminating billions of other people on the planet. And there's things like you you may think that you would be super happy with this person, but you're experiencing them in a completely different role. Like they're in a relationship, in my example, you know, like so your you know, your, your contact with them is not as partner, your contact with them is as like friend or whatever while they're in this other relationship. You have no idea what they would be like with you, what your dynamic would be if they really were single and you got together. And if you leave the person, if you leave the name of the person out of it you've just increased the possibilities by literally by billions. And if you just focus on what do you really want to feel, you know, what do you want to do in a relationship? Like, how do you want to spend your time in a relationship? And while you're doing those things, how do you want to feel? Then that Mm -hmm. gives the universe like that. I can bring you no problem because I can pick between, you know, all 7 billion people on the planet and find the one who will make you feel like you want to
1: feel, you know? And, and the universe remembers every little request that we've ever made we don't i don't even remember all the little requests because sometimes it's so quick that i'm not even my mind can't even think process and and spirit remembers everything and can put it all together in this one perfect experience per person thing Mm -hmm. it and, and it always blows my mind when spirit will bring me like a, an experience and i'll receive like five six seven different things that i've wanted
2: mm-hmm. a person
1: um a feeling um a gift whatever it may be i've had that over and over again and i know Con has and you have kelly and so many people who are listening have had that too if you stop and think about it it wasn't just one thing that i got from that experience it was multiple things and that is how incredibly like you were talking about earlier kelly about how the he just stop and think about our human body. Like, mm-hmm. I don't be like, okay, I gotta breathe. Okay, I gotta blunt my, pump my blood right now. Oh, what are my arteries doing in my hair? And yeah. you know, we don't, <laughs> we don't do any of that. You know, we don't yeah. even think about our bodies. And yeah. yet there's this whole world going on that we have nothing, like I can't, couldn't even do it if I wanted to, and it's not mm-hmm. my job anyways. And I think that's what we're talking about here is like all this stuff, it's not my job to make it happen. But damn i sure think it is and i think i know the best way and my way is the only way and boy i just hurt myself every time by that limited thinking and it it goes back to the whole thing i think part of my my continuing journey is to trust like trust Mm -hmm. god like trust spirit trust the universe because i have so many examples of um getting what i want and in a way that I never even thought was possible. And yet I I get it time and time again, so.
2: And and don't panic. I mean, one of the things I I had, I had a friend of mine who watched The Secret back when I first watched The Secret and he was like, okay, so this girl at work, I wanna date her. So what I'm gonna do is use the law of attraction and I'm gonna get this girl to be my girlfriend. And then I'll believe in the law of attraction. <laughs> if It doesn't happen in two weeks. And I'm like, did you get a beer during the secret and miss the whole part? Because... <laughs> but, I, but oh, he, Kelly, he was I love you. <laughs> because he thought, you know, if I don't include her in this visualization, in this intention, then I'll lose her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what, I, what is so consoling is what is for you will not pass you. Mm-hmm. So like if this that. person is for you, what what you do can bring it. Who knows? Might bring it about sooner or later. I don't know, but it won't. Nothing that if you use the art of allowing, it's not going to send send the right person away.
0: I think that's. Uh, I keep trying to work towards a wrap up here in this episode. Like every, yeah. Everything yeah. like, oh my god, are
2: we at, are we like, at
1: time? No, but. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, I think for me as a musician, that that's a really powerful thing because mm. every time you say that a lot, Kelly, and I appreciate you reminding me of it because I believe it very strongly. Like that, and one of the, one of the incredible things that I sort of forget about Jerry Hicks, uh, the the husband the, who passed away a few years ago of Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham, um, in the DVD extras of the film "You Can Heal Your Life" from Hay House, um, he says that he believes that we know what we actually want. Like when we're very small, like when we're three or four years old, we actually kind of know what we want out of life and we end up getting it like by the end of our life in some way or other, you can kind of chart your journey and go, yeah, that, that is kind of what I wanted. And I remember, um, when I was at, uh, my grandparents on my dad's side, they have a, house on a lake in Maine that now my aunt owns after they passed. Um, but I remember when I was very young, I would go to my grandparents' house on the lake during summer and I would, uh, make these pictures of crayons, you know, and it was just sort of like where I wanted to live and like what I would, what my life would be like. And I don't, I don't have a lot of specific memories, but I remember I was living in a very sunny place where it was warm all the time, you know, and it's like, it took me, I had been interested in moving to California for, for many years, but I didn't get here until I was 43 or something like that. And, um, but I'm, when I look back at that, it's like, oh my gosh, the crayon pictures I was drawing, you know, when I was like five years old at my grandparents' house. And I didn't know what I was, you know, like, I wasn't saying like, oh, this is what I want. I was like, literally just sort of like creating what i thought would happen you know in your heart new right
1: yeah your heart and it's like here i am in
0: north hollywood where except for today it's sunny every day and (laughs) you know and i think that's um but it's funny because the thing about the musician thing is sometimes when i think about that because i started you know and actually kelly was in my first band so we started out together but i started fairly late in life i mean i was 30 30, 34, something like that, when we started our first band. And now it's been, whatever it's been, 16, 17 years. And my band isn't globally famous. Like, we're not, you know, packing, well, it's COVID now. But like, even right before COVID, we weren't packing arenas. Like, we're still kind of a small, young band here in Los Angeles. And I'm 51 years old. And part of me is, like, I would get into this thing of, like, it's you know, like Kelly was saying before, it's wrong that I haven't become this big rock star yet. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. And yet almost on a monthly basis, I learned something that I know would be super help, Number one would be super helpful if I got famous next week, <laughs> you know, and would really make my life difficult if I was a famous musician. And I didn't know that, mm-hmm. you know, like I've learned so many things just in the last few years, especially two, three years yeah. about myself and who I am and what I need and what's a good way to take care of myself. And the other thing is, is that I love making music and I love performing and I love making records and stuff like that. And I, my understanding is because that is still in my heart, my job is to pursue that. But what I also understand in the background, and this is a tricky one, is that it may not be my destiny. It may not be in my best interests ultimately to be a world famous rock star touring the world. That doesn't mean I shouldn't pursue it because right now in my heart, that's what my heart is telling me, like keep pursuing that. But it could still be that by pursuing that, I find something that I like even more that again is beyond. Mm-hmm. It's beyond my current thinking. It's something I just can't imagine right now because I'm in this reality. I'm in this part of clock time as a, you know, in the timeline that we're actually in and I just, you know, And that's a tricky one for me because my doubt and my fears and stuff will try, well, maybe you shouldn't be a musician. And that's what I try to make sure I don't do. It's like, no, I check in with my heart almost every day. Like, do I still love writing songs? Do I still love performing? Do I still love making records? Yep. So that's what I should follow. But that doesn't mean that I know exactly how the best life for me is gonna work out like 10, 15 years from now. I might not be a famous musician, but what I can guarantee is that if I keep following my heart and working with the universe and not blocking things, I will be way happier, have way more of the stuff I truly want that truly makes me happy in 10 or 15 years, regardless of that specific career path that I can think of, you know, getting on the cover of a magazine and all this kind of stuff, you know, like, so it, that's a tricky one, but I, I really appreciate it. When Kelly, we're talking on the phone and Kelly says, you know, what, what's intended for you won't pass you by. Every time it happens, I'm like, like
2: <laughs> <laughs> it feels like
0: being Deaf Leopard has passed me by a lot, you know? Like, um, but it's true. Like if it's if I'm meant to be if my journey on this earth is to not only be an amazing podcast host, but also be a world <laughs> then it'll happen. That's
1: already yeah. happened. You can check that box.
0: <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, yeah. But yeah, that's a tricky one. I think it's tricky for a lot of people. That's a tough belief for people to really buy into that like like there's no way even if i like sabotage myself as much as possible there's no way that something that's truly intended for me will miss me before i die like if it's truly intended for me every part of the journey i'm supposed to have in this life will happen with or without my help it'll just be easier and more of a fun ride if i put up less resistance
1: Mm -hmm. which is back to what you were saying earlier, Kelly, about enjoying the journey. Like, you know, you're enjoying the journey right now because you are making time for your music and and doing other things, you know, like pulling the cards and doing all these other creative things that you love doing that make your life rich and happy now. And yeah, we're always going to want, and there is, you know, our future selves, but it's like, as we're going along, it's like, what am I doing now, today and tomorrow to like, feed that part of me that makes me want to get up and enjoy life and
0: well and if you think if i think about it it's like you know because i really wanted to my first band victor bravo of which kelly was the original lead singer um but my first band once we really got rolling in new york city i i really wanted to be a world famous rock star i was doing visualization you know but i was also being like i need to (laughs) and if i had become a world famous rock star from victor bravo in new york There would have been no need for me to ever move to san diego i may have moved to la but i never would have moved to san diego i don't think there wouldn't have been any purpose you know i moved to san diego because i wasn't a famous musician and things were up in the air and i felt like i needed a break from a mega city so i i did a year in san diego and i met stephanie and i met all these other amazing friends this podcast wouldn't be happening if I had become, you know, like all of the stuff I've learned about the law of attraction and art not belonging, I wouldn't have learned and I wouldn't be able to pass it on. You know, so I mean, there's just too many, that goes back to the control room thing. There's too many buttons, like as, as convinced as we are that we think we know that how the timing should be and how it how it should happen and that we're only going to be happy when we get to outcomes, not the journey. It really is better mm-hmm. if you let the control room people do their job, they're very good at it. And enjoy the ride, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Was that an endpoint? Did I get us to an endpoint? No, no.
2: <laughs>
1: and all, all these really little, to bring it there. <laughs> all these little detours that we make has helped you become who you are today. Exactly. You no, know, yeah. all of us, like all yep. these little, mm-hmm. like oh, why? And it's like no, there was a purpose yes. for all of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think you just got us to the end. That's awesome. <laughs> well done, Stephanie.
1: Well done, Stephanie.
0: Well, thank you both for, for today. This was amazing. I, thank I, you, Colin. I, I quite and often- Kelly. I quite often- Thank you for
1: having you on. Yay, we I love, love having you
2: on. I love Yeah, we're really again. glad you could
0: be here. Uh, you, that thing you said about the human body was very powerful for me. I'm really- I liked everything you said, but that was great. Great story. Um, we hope you have enjoyed it today, uh, this episode of Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie and our special guest, uh, Dr. Kelly Worcester. Um, if you uh, liked what you heard today, um, whatever platform you're listening to us or watching us on, if you can subscribe or follow us or give us a review or like us or favorite us, whatever uh, you can do, we really appreciate it. It really help us out a lot and reach more share people. Share us. Yes, share us. Share me mm. and Stephanie <laughs> and Kelly. <laughs> Share us with the world. Let us be, what was it? The, let us be more of a superconductor for the world.
2: <gasps> yeah.
0: Um, Kelly, if uh, people want to find out more information about you or get in touch with you, how is the best, what's the best way for them to do it?
2: Um. Let's see. My Facebook page is, is primarily my practice here in Maine, but it's a great way to stay in touch. Um, it's uh, Dr. Kelly Maine, D-R-K-E-L-L-Y-M-A-I-N-E. And um. Oh, what is, I'll have to get my Instagram to get, I have an Instagram and I can't remember what, what to handle it, so I have to get, I have to get that for the next time.
0: All right. And Stephanie, if people want to get in touch with
1: you. Uh, com. And if you'd like, I'd love to chat with you. I have a 30 minute free discovery session.
0: Excellent. Um, You can always get in touch with me. You can follow me or write me a message on my Instagram. I'm at Colin, C-O-L-L-I-N underscore Daniels, D-A-N-I-E-L-S underscore Worcester, W-O-R-S-T-E-R. And you can also send emails to the podcast. If you have something you'd like to say about the podcast and you want to just write to us directly, Uh, you can email us at co-creation station, which is all together with no dashes or anything, one, 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 one. So that's four number ones at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you. But thank you so much for listening. If you've listened to the audio version on uh, Spotify, um, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever you get your podcasts on, thank you so much for watching. If you've watched us on the Co-Creation Station YouTube channel, we hope you have an abundant, wonderful and fun-filled week. And we'll see you next time on Co-Creation Station. Bye everybody.
2: Bye, have a good week. Bye. Thank you.